Hey, it's Gabe. I want to recommend a podcast I think you'll enjoy called What Could Go Right. On What Could Go Right, the hosts, Progress Network founder Zachary Carabell and Executive Director Emma Varva-Lucas, sit down with expert guests to discuss the world's most pressing issues. They look back at how far society has come and look forward to what it will take to achieve a brighter future. If you're looking for a weekly dose of optimistic ideas from smart people, listen to What Could Go Right wherever you get your podcasts. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that believes there's no time like the present to learn about the past. I'm Gabe Luzier, and in this episode, we're looking at the day when Virginia became the first state to abolish its own official song. A quick warning, the song in question includes racist language, which many listeners may rightfully find offensive. The day was February 17, 1997. The Virginia House of Delegates voted unanimously to retire the state song. For those unfamiliar, a state song is kind of like a regional anthem. It's a song that somehow encapsulates the attributes of a state or the character of its people. Some state songs are written specifically for the role, and others are existing works that mention a state or evoke it in some other way. Currently, 48 out of the 50 U.S. states claim one or more state songs, each of which was approved by the state's governor or legislature. Virginia's state song, originally titled Carry Me Back to Old Virginia, was adopted in 1940 and became the subject of controversy for decades afterward. The song was written in 1878 by a renowned black composer and minstrel performer named James Allen Bland. Often called the world's greatest minstrel man, Bland is believed to have written more than 600 songs, many of which he performed himself during tours of both the United States and Europe. Carry Me Back to Old Virginia was his best-known song by far. It quickly became a staple of many white singers in the American South, including George Primrose, who sang it while in blackface. Bland is thought to have adapted the title from a different song called Oh, Carry Me Back to Old Virginia, a popular tune among Confederate soldiers during the American Civil War. Bland's version catered to a similar crowd in the post-war years, namely 
to white Southerners who had collectively shrugged off the horrors of slavery in favor of a romanticized view of the Old South. Many minstrel songs written during Reconstruction leaned into that sentimentality, comforting white audiences who had grown nostalgic for a lost, genteel society that never really existed. For example, in Carry Me Back to Old Virginia, the lyrics are sung from the perspective of someone who was formerly enslaved. However, the singer makes no reference to the injustices of slavery. Instead, he actually longs to return to the land of his bondage. The song's implication is a view that many white Southerners would have ascribed to at the time, that the plantations of the Old South were such beautiful, peaceful places that even the men and women who were bound there now wish they could go back. That lie forms the basis of Carry Me Back to Old Virginia, as you'll hear in this 1939 rendition performed by Nat King Cole and by some women who had no business singing it. Carry me back to old Virginia There's where the cotton and corn and taters grow There's where the birds warble sweet in the springtime That's where the old darkies hard and long to go There's where I labored so hard for old Massa Day after day in the field of yellow corn no place on earth do I love more sincerely than old Virginia, the state where I was born. In 1940, one year after that recording was released, Virginia's General Assembly named it the official state song. They did so on the recommendation of the Lions Clubs of Virginia, community groups that often staged minstrel shows in the area featuring blackface performances. The only real debate at the time was whether to amend the title to say Virginia instead of Virginia, a motion that ultimately passed. The first effort to retire the state song was made in 1970 by L. Douglas Wilder, a then newly elected Virginia state senator and a grandson of slaves. Wilder was the first black person to be elected to the Virginia Senate since Reconstruction, and he later became the state's and the nation's first black governor. On February 10, 1970, just three weeks into his term, Wilder gave his first speech on the Senate floor. In it, he recounted an incident from the previous night when many of his colleagues sang Carry Me Back to Old Virginia at a legislative reception. He described how uncomfortable he and his wife felt as they listened in stunned silence until the song was over at which point they both walked out, quote, so as not to dignify the occasion. One week later, Wilder introduced a bill that would have repealed the state song, but no one else agreed to co-sponsor it. The resolution died without a hearing, and though the song was not sung publicly at official events from then on, it remained Virginia's anthem for nearly another 30 years. By 1997, Carry Me Back to Old Virginia was considered so inappropriate it was no longer taught in Virginia schools and hadn't been performed at a state function in more than 20 years. The obvious conclusion, which lawmakers finally acknowledged that year, was that the song was an embarrassment to the state and that it had to go. On January 28th, the state senate approved a measure to retire the song with a vote of 24 to 15. 
A few weeks later, on February 17th, it was the House's turn to vote. William P. Robinson Jr., a Democratic delegate of Norfolk, touted the historic nature of the vote. He said, quote, This puts the song where it belongs, in history, and it won't be troubling us any further. Unfortunately, that wasn't the full truth. All 100 House delegates did vote to repeal the song's status that day, but in the end, they stopped short of dropping the song completely. Instead, they chose to designate Carry Me Back to Old Virginia as the State Song Emeritus, an honorary status which it still holds today. In the wake of the song's retirement, the Senate of Virginia established a state song subcommittee to select a new state song. Virginians were invited to make suggestions or to submit their own original compositions. The subcommittee received more than 300 entries, supplying them with over 17 hours of music to consider. The whole thing fell apart, though, when Jimmy Dean, the former country singer turned sausage baron, allegedly tried to rig the contest. Apparently, he launched a campaign to make one of his tunes the new state song, and as part of that effort, he donated a ton of sausages to local schools, whose students then wrote letters in support of Dean's song. The sausage scandal became national news, leading the state senate to call off the contest without naming a winner. Virginia remained without an official state song well into the 21st century. In 2006, the traditional folk song O Shenandoah was named the interim state song. But that sparked a controversy of its own. As many people pointed out, the song was written from the perspective of fur traders traveling down the Missouri River and has nothing to do with Virginia. At that point, you might expect legislators to just move on and pick a different song. But instead, they kept the melody of O Shenandoah and commissioned a new set of lyrics explicitly about Virginia. Other songs continued to be considered, and the final decision wasn't made until 2015. That's when Virginia decided to split the difference by designating two official state songs. The reworked version of O Shenandoah, now titled Our Great Virginia, was named the official traditional song of Virginia despite the fact that it was newly written and therefore not traditional. The other selection was a 1980 track by Robin Thompson and Steve Bassett called Sweet Virginia Breeze. It was designated the official popular song of Virginia. As you can tell, it's been a long, strange, racist trip for Virginia's state song, and several other states have similar stories. At this point, New Jersey is the one and only state to have never adopted an official song. And I'm beginning to understand why. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully, you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to send them my way by writing to this day at iHeartMedia.com. Thanks as always to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thanks to you for listening. I'll see you back here again soon for another day in history class.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 